This is episode 356 of the AWS podcast, released on February 16, 2020. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to the AWS Podcast. Simon Lesher here with you. Great to have you back. And this is a really interesting deep dive episode where we're going to talk about VPC traffic mirroring. And I'm joined by not one, but two very special guests. Firstly, I'm joined by Alpana Srivastava, who is a senior product manager here. Welcome, Alpana. Hi, everyone. And I'm also joined by Tom Adamski, who's a networking specialist SA. G'day, Tom. Hi, everybody. So we're going to talk about a service that I know a lot of customers were looking for for a long time. And so we're going to dive a little bit deeper to see how we can make the most of it. So maybe, Tom, let's start with what is the problem that traffic mirroring solves? Sure. Thanks, Simon. Uh, so as you mentioned, there's a lot of customers who are asking, asking, us, for us, for, for, uh, asking us for this for quite a while. And the, the what we see today is uh, with millions of customers that we have on the platform, um, a lot of them start with simple architectures because as they grow, they can get a little bit more complicated. So having that uh, extra visibility into what's actually happening in your environment is, is critical. And traffic mirroring is exactly that, is a way for customers to now start getting visibility into uh, what's happening inside a VPC, but on the packet level. Um, so it allows you to um, simplify the operation as previously, if you if you wanted to have that visibility into what's going on and do your packet captures, you have to run agents on your EC2 instances. So with traffic mirroring, you don't have to do that. Just enable traffic mirroring and, and off you go. And um, we see customers using it for kind of enhanced security to do like the packet captures for security purposes and also for for getting that additional level of, of, of monitoring into the platform. So I'm sure a lot of our listeners who've uh, operated networks in the past are probably familiar with the, the, the more traditional approaches for um, packet capture and bumps in the wire and splitters, et cetera. But before we get into the, the guts of how it works, what are some of the use cases that this really fits into? Where does it belong in, in our overall design? Yeah, so, so the, the big key use cases that we see is security and troubleshooting. Um, so from a security point of view, it gives the customers the ability to do passive monitoring um, of their environments, kind of start looking into um, uh, into deeper into the packets, seeing things like malware analysis, data loss prevention, doing forensics. So it allows customers to kind of zoom into uh, the application layer and pass that information into uh, uh, off, off the platform into some tool that's going to do the security analysis. Uh, the other big use case is troubleshooting. So this is more kind of when you want to start understanding uh, what's happening uh, in your environment, maybe from the point of view of blind spots and choke points where the traffic gets uh, congested or you're seeing drops or you're seeing weird application behavior. And so Alpana, maybe let me come to you. So if we think about, a, again, a traditional environment, you're usually buying some piece of hardware or you're upgrading some equipment to be able to do this. In the AWS context, how does traffic mirroring work? Yeah, so you can think of uh, VPC traffic mirroring as a virtual fiber tap uh, that gives you direct access to the network packets flowing through your VPC. Um, You can choose to capture all traffic or uh, the specific packets that are of particular interest to you. Um, And then you can send these uh, to out-of-band security and monitoring appliances for use cases like Tom mentioned before, which are content inspection, threat monitoring, troubleshooting, and so on. Uh, Let me me walk you through how to set it up. Uh, So basically, um, you need the following. The first thing is the traffic mirror target, so which is the destination for mirror traffic. 
a target can be the Elastic Network interface of an EC2 instance, or you can deploy that them as a fleet of instances behind a network load balancer uh, with a UDP listener on it. Then comes the Traffic Mirror Filter, and Filter is really cool because it lets you select the type of traffic you, you want to capture. So customers can specify uh, the five tuple, the protocol, and the flow direction uh, where, uh, in terms of filter headers. Um, and the third key element is mirroring session. So basically, a tra traffic mirroring session is established when mirror packets flow from the source ENI to the target ENI through the filter that you set up. And source is the point of interest where you want to capture mirrored packets. Uh, let me give you an example of, uh, you know, a simple example of how to set it up. Sure. Um, let, let's say you want to mirror all inbound traffic on an instance and send it to a single monitoring appliance for analysis. So first of all, you will identify a target instance on which your appliance is hosted. Then you will need a filter rule to select all inbound TCP traffic and, of course, the source where you want to capture the inbound TCP traffic. The key thing to talk about here is rule action. So for rule action, you can say except for the protocol. And the protocol that you're going to choose here is TCP because that's what you want to capture. And um, and you can give this rule a name, let's say a TCP rule. And once your filter is all ready and set up, you can, you can set up your session. And once the session starts, you should be able to view your network packets on the monitoring instance. And so with this mirroring, is, is there a performance overhead I should be aware of or, or anything from a from an application perspective that it affects, or is this a really a network function? Yeah, so the, the mirrored packet itself count against the instance bandwidth. So uh, you want to make sure that uh, you have the right amount of network uh, instance of bandwidth available. So consider a scenario if you want to mirror a network interface um, that has one gigs of inbound traffic and let's say one gigs of outbound traffic. So in that case, the instance needs to be able to handle one gigs of inbound traffic and three gigs of outbound. If at any point in time uh, your uh, your interface is unable to, basically it's choked or instance bandwidth runs out, we will drop your mirror traffic in favor of the production traffic. Fantastic. And so what do customers do with these mirrored packets? Sure. So once you, once you turn on, like when customers turn on mirroring session, the replicated packets are encapsulated in a VXLAN header and they're sent to the ENI, to the monitoring appliances. And uh, monitoring appliances can be open source tools that support VXLAN DCAP. And uh, most of the time we've seen uh, these are products which are specialized products from our partners. So we launched this product with 17 partners who offer support with packet analysis, decryption, visualizations, insights to resolve performance issues. Issues. Uh, and we have a list on our website on, and also on the marketplace um, so customers can go and select uh, whatever product suits best for their needs. And Tom, do you want to talk about maybe some, some other examples of how you've seen customers integrating some of the other AWS features with traffic mirroring? Um, and, and also, yeah, so as, as well as understanding what we should do with this, what shouldn't we do with this? Yes. So let me start from the back, uh, from the end, and kind of explain what, what this is, what topping mirroring is not uh, good for. <laughs> it's it's not something <laughs> it's not something that sits in line of the traffic. So it's not you wouldn't use it as a, as an intrusion prevention system. 
but it's great as an off-device data analysis. So it allows you to capture the device and, and take it off, off the device and send it off to another destination. So you, you don't really um, you don't really have anything in line of your traffic flow. And what we see customers doing with this is if we go back to our kind of examples earlier, from a troubleshooting point of view, uh, the common scenario is let's imagine you have an instance, a server that's misbehaving and you want to start analyzing what's actually happening with it. So you can look at the logs, but now you can also start looking at uh, the actual data, actual uh, flows, uh, and looking deep inside those flows that are going to your server, to and from your server. And the way you could operate is maybe uh, you see those issues, you provision yourself uh, a temporary instance, another instance that might be running Wireshark, and you will use that as your traffic mirroring destinations and that destination. And then on the on the misbehaving server, you just enable the mirroring session and you forward whatever traffic you want to, to your Wireshark instance just to do hardcore troubleshooting and understand what's actually going on. Um, so that's the troubleshooting um, scenario. We also have a, a lot of cool integrations and automations you can build for security purposes. So some customers like to run the traffic mirroring all the time. So they would have it enabled on all the instances that are coming up inside of VPC, and they would just send all the data off to some of our analysis. Uh, that's usually good for uh, doing your forensics when something actually happens. But we also have customers that uh, would like to enable traffic mirroring ad hoc as well for security purposes. So when there's something happening, that's when I want to start looking into, into the traffic flow. Um, so traffic mirroring integrates really well with some of the other services on AWS. One of them is Guard Duty, which is our um, threat detection service that you can enable for, um, for an account or a VPC. And it will start giving you insights about what's happening inside your VPC from a security point of view. So one example is it will be able to say, um, if you had a web server inside your VPC that was always receiving connections on maybe port 80 or port 443, all of a sudden it starts initi initiating connection, that maybe that's something to be concerned about. So Guard Duty would generate an alert, and you can use that alert to then enable traffic mirroring purely for that instance. And you can use uh, filtering, uh, like Alpana mentioned earlier, traffic mirroring filtering, uh, to maybe just capture the traffic to a destination that you're concerned about, or maybe you just want to see all the outbound traffic generated from from the web server that the server is initiating. So then you can you can forward all of that information to again to a single instance or to a network load balancer that has uh, a fleet of monitoring insta instances running uh, open source software or uh, intrusion detection systems or using some of our partner solutions to to analyze the data and then provide that information to your security operations center um, for further analysis. So really it's it's tackling that that deep dive case where you want to see what what the packets are and what's in the packets. Now, one thing we often quote on this podcast is, of course, uh, Werner Vogel saying, dance like no one's watching, encrypt like everyone is. And a lot of the uh, internet traffic is encrypted and certainly we speak a lot on the podcast about how to implement encryption, et cetera. How does traffic mirroring work in the context of encrypted traffic? Yeah, good question. So mirroring traffic, uh, it doesn't matter if it's in the cloud or on-premise, uh, it's always tricky if your traffic is encrypted. And these days, pretty much all the traffic is encrypted, at least on the application layer. So some of the ways to start looking into deeper into the packet, because with encryption, um, you'll get your traditional five-tuple source destination IP addresses. You will get a little bit more information. If it's TLS, you might have SNI, so you'll be able to see the, the host name, uh, this TLS connection, for example, is being made to. But you will be able to see any of the payloads if the traffic is encrypted. So 
the way I've seen customers work around it is two ways. So one option is to have an, uh, one of the AWS load balancers doing uh, TLS offload. And the whole idea of that is maybe you have an application load balancer that will ter terminate your TLS connection from users out on the internet. Uh, so it's encrypted all the way to the load balancer. And then from the load balancer to the instances, the actual web servers behind that load balancer, uh, you might send the traffic unencrypted for performance reasons as well to kind of not have to encrypt it again on your servers. So if you're doing that, it's actually quite easy to see the unencrypted traffic. All you need to do is enable traffic mirroring on the on your servers. And because they're receiving unencrypted traffic from the load balancer, you'll be able to see anything, everything you need to see. Another option I've seen is to work with our traffic mirroring partners. So some of them have options of integrating with traffic mirroring and providing capabilities to actually decrypt, decrypt SSL or TLS um, traffic. And we talked about um, bandwidth a little while ago, but it's worth coming back to it as well. And, and something I want to point out is this, this capability in this feature is supported on all virtualized Nitro-based EC2 instances. So that's, that's one of the key things to bear in mind. But how do um, customers make sure that they've got the right amount of bandwidth utilization? They're not sort of overdoing it um, and they're not sort of capturing too much versus too little. Yeah. So um, it, it requires uh, some pre-planning to understand what you're trying to capture, what your instance is actually doing. But as Alpana mentioned earlier, uh, the mirror traffic counts towards the bandwidth of the instance. So you need to be aware that if you have an instance that can do 10 gigabits a second and it's already doing five in each direction, if you now try to mirror that, you won't have enough bandwidth on the instance to forward it to the target. So the recommendation here is to, um, to do monitoring using CloudWatch. So today you'll have the ability to see uh, the data transfer that your instance is doing. So that's the best way today to actually keep an eye on what's going on. And then even if a situation happens where you're you're, you're congesting the bandwidth of the instance, the, we will always prioritize your production traffic over your over the, the mirror traffic. So in those situations, you might be losing some of the mirror packets, but your production traffic is working. So keeping, keeping an eye on those CloudWatch metrics, um, today is just on an instance. Uh, we are obviously getting feedback from our customers to look at additional mechanisms and ways of actually giving the visibility into, into what's happening with traffic, with mirror traffic. Sure. And Alpana, how does this differ from VPC flow logs? You know, we've got mirroring, or we've got flow logs. Where do they fit? Help us create a sort of a, a ready reckoner of when we use which. Yeah, yeah, sure. So both traffic mirroring and VPC flow logs are sort of like your monitoring tools for your for your AWS environments. Um, and they both can be simultaneously enabled on an ENI. However, the difference is that the flow logs provide you the five tuple information of any traffic flow, but they do not contain any payload data. Uh, your traffic mirroring can provide you deeper insight by allowing you to analyze traffic with full details, including the payload and because it's full cat packet capture, uh, you can use it for, you know, a lot of the use cases for which you can't use flow logs. And as Tom had mentioned earlier, for example, threat protection, malware analysis, forensic analysis, um, all of these can be done using uh, using traffic mirroring. So enable VPC flow logs for, when, for cases when you just want the metadata and traffic mirroring when you want the packet visibility. And which regions is this uh, capability available in? So right now you can have this in all regions except for um, Sydney and Hong Kong. Um, this uh, capability is also available in GovCloud regions in the US. And Sydney and Hong Kong soon? 
Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so we are, we are looking forward to launching it soon enough. In fact, probably by the time you're listening to this episode, it'll be available. So uh, go ahead and, and have fun. And Alpana, we haven't spoken about security that much besides the fact that we want to use these packets uh, in certain security incidents, incidents, et cetera. However, how do we secure the packets themselves? How do we know they're handled correctly? Yeah, so we provide you the ability to restrict where the traffic is mirrored by using, you know, AWS IAM policies. You can restrict which ENIs are allowed to be used as a source and a, as a target uh, via tags and tags-based policies and permission control. And you can have different permissions. For example, you can say that everyone can start a traffic mirroring session, but uh, the packets can be sent to a target with uh, specific permissions and, um, you know, so that not everybody can, like, look at that data or try to siphon it off. So the AWS uh, system itself is like really safe and secure for uh, for receiving these mirrored packets. So we can control who sees what and when, and it's all uh, in our familiar IAM world. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think the, the really cool thing there is the the you can have one team create the target, and uh, let's say that it's your security team they're creating the targets that will be used for multiple mirroring sessions, but no one else can change it. So then everyone enabling a mirroring session. All they can use is the target that's been pre-created by the security team. So it's kind of a nice way to control, um, have those different privileges for different teams and have different ways of controlling who can create targets, who can create mirror sessions. So it's a great separation of duties, which is always a good thing in, uh, in security and auditing. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for sharing us more details on this uh, new capability. Alpana, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. And Tom, thank you for joining us as well. Thank you. And thanks for listening. We do love to get your feedback. AWS podcast at amazon.com is a place to do that. And until next time, keep on building.